0: If you have not yet partnered with Father Matters, would you please consider becoming a Father Matters partner? The Father Matters Show is listener supported and all Father Matters programs and services are free to the community because of your generous donations. For more information about donating to Father Matters, log on to fathermatters.org and click the Donate to Father Matters icon. I have the opportunity to be most both Thankful and and privileged to be a part of a committee called the Family Court Improvement Committees, where we're going to help families through the processes of family law, DCS, CPS, you know, maybe help maybe even change some laws. And we had a um, what called to the public. And there was this 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 powerful woman that stepped up to this mic and we was only able to give her five, six minutes to speak. And in my heart, I said, this is not enough time to hear what she has to say. And this this needs to be heard nationally. And I, first thing I did, I went to to uh, Jean, who was also a, a part of this committee. The, kid, the committee, the group is called the DCS Oversight Group. And Lori Ford was the speaker. And I just needed to have them on this show because your story need to be heard. Your story need to be told and you guys emailed me back and forth, and we set this up, and, and I am just so thankful that you both are here. Lori and Jean, welcome to the Father Matter Show.
1: Thanks for having us. Thanks, Vance, very now, much.
0: Now, Lori, we're going to t- hear a lot about the DCS Oversight Group, which you founded, but tell us why you started this group.
1: I started the group back in October of 2017. Uh, my granddaughter had been seized by DCS um from her mother and my granddaughter is my son's daughter i was l- not living in arizona at the time i was out of state and i was driving to arizona for every single hearing and as a grandmother that's what i i that's what i do so I found that it was kind of uh, that it was a kind of a hostile environment in that courtroom. Um, mother had not shown up for any of the court hearings. At that time, my granddaughter was under the age of three. So instead of even after the third, fourth, fifth court hearing of mother not showing up, the judge just kept it going there was no dismiss there was there was nothing like that it just kept going and so i found that really i just something got me about that you know and i can't even tell you exactly what it what it is that got me but i just knew that it was messed up so I started kind of researching and digging into some things. Um, ASFA, which is the Adoption Safe Families Act, that was enacted by Bill and Hillary Clinton in 1997. Started delving into that. And I noticed there was money involved. So, you know, the more I was coming over here for the court hearings... I became more aware of the uh, atrocities that were happening in that courtroom and realizing that every player in that courtroom from the judge down to what we call the public pretenders are all getting paid out of that same kitty. We have the guardian ad litem. We have DCS. There's um, the assistant attorney general. They are the attorneys for DCS in the state of Arizona. Um, And everybody, it didn't seem that they were in the best interest of the child. Like they just kept repeating. And I'm thinking to myself, they need to change that. They need to change their mantra to this is the best interest of the industry. Because you, when you go into a regular court, you think that if somebody doesn't show up, then the case is dismissed. No. The judge kept that case going for 22 months. Uh, I'm not going to, I can't really even express what I was feeling. Even though at that stage... The policies and procedures of DCS and the laws state that a child under three, they need to have this wrapped up within six months. So it just kept going for, you know, 22 months. So I decided I'm going to leave my state that I was living in, my career behind, and move over here to Arizona. Arizona. Because my granddaughter and my son needed me over here. So I did that. Continued to go through this process. Um, The only way that I was going to be heard in that court is if I put requests into the court. So I was doing that. And it became very apparent to me that... Quite frankly, I was pissing off DCS by doing that. So it ended up that there was joint custody given. Even though it went 22 months and mother didn't show up until the last very two court dates. And in my mind, I knew that this is about money. So shortly thereafter, we went into family court, where, again, mother didn't show up. Um, There was drug issues with mom and with my son. Um, My son had been sober for 11 months, and he had had a slip. So in family court, again, mother didn't show up. So my son was very honest with the judge. And by this time, they had appointed my granddaughter, a what they call a best interest attorney. Mm-hmm. That's a family court thing. Now, in DCS court, dependency court, they're called guardian ad litems. So... She was appointed a best interest attorney in family court. The judge asked my son, hey, um, I can have you go do a hair follicle drug test, or you can be honest, is anything going to show up? He said, yes, there's going to be something that showed up. And I am now picked myself up, and I'm back on the sobriety path. Well, the best interest attorney immediately says, oh, if he hasn't been sober for 90 days, um, and he was just about 12 days shy of that, I have to do a dependency.
0: And for some of our listeners, what is a dependency?
1: Dependency is when DCS um, decides that your child is dependent on the state a award of the state. So, the judge was real hesitant. He did not want that to happen. Family court judge. He did decide, okay, dependency. So, the best interest attorney was had met with my son, and I had asked to meet with her. She said, you know what, send me an email. It was like she, didn't, she did not want to meet with me.
0: And did your son have representation? Did he have an attorney?
1: He did not. He was representing himself. Yes. Got gotcha. you. So I, so I did send off an email to the best interest attorney that evening. The next morning she called me. She says, can you be in my office? Today, by this time, I said yes. So I did go into her office. And we spoke for two hours. So she assured me that once the dependency went through, she wanted my granddaughter to be placed with me.
0: Wow. I'm going to stop right there because we, we got a lot of show left, but I have to run a commercial. And we also want to hear from Jean. You're listening to the Father Matters Show with Vance Sims. And today's guest is Lori Ford and Jean from the group DCS Oversight Group. We will hear more from them both after this. Are you looking for legal assistance? Then let FatherMatters.org help. Our purpose is to provide free legal assistance services to fathers and mothers. So contact Father Matters to schedule your appointment at 602-774-3298. That's 602-774-3298. Or go to FatherMatters.org. And listen to the Father Matters Show every Saturday at 9 p.m. Right here on Faith Talk 1360. Welcome back to the Father Matters Show. If you're just tuning in, you can catch the top of the show at fathermatters.org. Also catch the Father Matters Show nationally every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time by logging on to blogtalkradio.com or catch our archive shows anytime worldwide at soundcloud.com. And if you need to, you need to forward this show to some friends. Call your friends and family. Tell them to tune into this show. We are with Lori Ford and Jean from the DCS Oversight Group. And Lori was just sharing some personal, deep, powerful information with us regarding her personal uh, situation. But we're also going to switch over to Jean now and hear Jean's side. And we're going to come on back, Lori, because we're going to slowly unpack this. Because we get calls and emails every week from all over the country for exactly what you're sharing with us. and I, Again, I thank you both for being here. Jean, can you share a little bit of your story and then we're going to get deeper and we're going to unpack the DCS Oversight Group and let people contact you and everything. Jean, welcome to the Father Matters Show. Can you share your situation?
2: Thank you. Um, yes, I actually got involved with the DCS Oversight Group a little over a year ago on November 5th. It was actually my very last visit with my girls. Um And I had went to a protest, a peaceful protest, shortly after my visit, and I met Lori for the first time. Um, She kind of talked about what the DCS Oversight Group does and um, what she expects to accomplish and, and all that stuff, and I was very interested, and ever since we've been going to as many court hearings as we can go to, any and all meetings that we come across, um... It's very important to have, you know, the accountability for DCS because there is no due process in these courts. There is absolutely no rhyme or reason for some of the things that they do. And my husband and I, we got completely railroaded um, during the process. And
0: if you don't mind, Jean, could you share a little bit about your situation? How or why did your girls ended up getting in the situation where last, little over last year, was your last visit?
2: Yes. So um, February 3rd, um, 2018, I had taken my youngest daughter to the hospital for a fever, and um they ended up doing a spinal tap on her and um
0: and, and take your time.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, uh,
0: take your time.
2: Um they ended up doing a spinal tap on her and about 12 hours after the spinal tap, she um her left arm started was swollen and so they decided to do some x-rays on her and um found out that she had some fragments in her left arm Um, after, you know, eight hours of trying to figure all this out. Investigators came in, um, detectives, um, DCS. um, And all at this time, all I knew is that she had fragments in her arms. And all I kept thinking was it was the spinal tap. And when you say
0: fragments, what do you mean?
2: Come to find out, it means broken, Um, but that is not what we were told. Um, So my kids, both of my kids ended up being taken. My daughter was in the hospital for about a week at Phoenix Children's Hospital. Um, Come to find out that Phoenix Children's Hospital has a contract with DCS, and they get... Over eight hundred dollars per call that they make to DCS and DCS is gets involved, and they will try to put them with family, but they prefer to put them in foster care because they do get four to seven thousand dollars per child.
0: And they meaning
2: DCS.
0: So once the Phoenix Children's Hospital calls DCS, mm-hmm. they get they kickback of eight hundred. Meaning right. Children's Phoenix Children's Hospital. Right then DCS, it sounds like DCS' goal is to automatically put them in foster care because they get three to $4,000 per right. child.
2: And once your kids are in the foster care system, it's very, very difficult to pull them out and put them with family because that incentive is there. And um, you know
0: this for a fact, absolutely. this information between yes. the hospital, DCS, and yep. then the DCS gets federal funds or something like this for this?
2: Yep. We do have uh, the Phoenix Children's contract um, with wow. DCS. DCS has over, um, I believe it's five hundred different contracts with different entities. Um, and if you look on their website now, it's only down to like sixty. It's almost like they're trying to hide their contracts with people. It's it's very deceiving. I mean, psychologists, they have, you know, you go into court and they recommend that you go see a psychologist. Was referred by them. Right. And we had actually went to a court hearing and DCS was saying that they did not want the parents to use their own psychological evaluation because DCS didn't get the chance to talk to that doctor and go over um the case and the questions that the doctor needs to ask the parents so it's it's very much set up um
0: do you think it's like this in other states around the country
2: absolutely absolutely this is i i think that arizona is definitely one of the worst um but there it happens all over the country each and every day it's very very sad
0: laura we're going to go back to you because when you were called into this office, you spoke for two
1: hours, and who was this with? I spoke to the best interest attorney uh, she had assured me that um she had already put in for a dependency, and um she was having a hard time getting d c s to go back to the mother's home to check on the kids by this time uh, mother had had another child from a different father. So she assured me that she was absolutely going to recommend that my granddaughter be placed with me. Um, And I also said, I will take her baby sister. So it all of a sudden, um, four months later, I get a call from this attorney and she says, so you have your granddaughter, correct? I said, no. What happened? She said, the, your granddaughter and her sister were removed from mother's home yesterday evening. She was under the impression that they were with me. She was shocked to hear that they were not. Her and I continued communication throughout the day. She was calling DCS. She had given me the name and number to call. We weren't hearing anything back. So that late that afternoon, I finally did get a call from DCS. And she said, uh, your granddaughter is in a foster home.
0: Both the grandchildren are just one.
1: I only have one granddaughter. It was my granddaughter and her baby sister.
0: By another father. By another oh, father. You were willing to step up and take them both. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. So, um, uh, you know, here's this attorney. She's in a panic. She needs to find out where her client is. And so we do find out they're in a foster home. So we end up going back into DCS court. She's representing my granddaughter as an outside best interest attorney. She immediately recommends that the two girls be placed with me immediately. DCS objects to that. They want to get rid of her. They want her out, they want her off this case. They said it was for budgetary reasons that they have guardian ad litems and they do not need a best interest attorney for this child Mm. or her sister. The judge went right along with DCS. Um, By this time, I had started this group.
0: Which is called the DCS Oversight Group.
1: AZ DCS Oversight Group. Yes. So I had already been active in going to meetings. And I continued to put my request into the court. It was five times worse than the first time that we were in court. Um, I, It was bad. Um, one thing I do want to say, and Jean can back me up on this, is... When you go into DCS court, and you even, if you have parents that are together and are cohesive, they split you up right away. You are not allowed to have the same attorney. So you are split up immediately. They drive that wedge immediately, your first court appearance. Each parent, no matter how cohesive and stuck together they are, they have to have separate attorneys in that courtroom. They cannot sit at the same table together. They can't have the same attorney.
0: And this is going on today? Yes. But what's the purpose of that? Why?
1: It's it's all about splitting up families. And, you know, immediately they're giving themselves away. It's, it's, they're doing this in plain sight by having a cohesive parent unit split up the minute they walk into that courtroom. No, you cannot talk to no mom. You can't talk to him. You have your attorney. He has his attorney. You're saying that's if
0: this is, if the parents are representing themselves. No, no.
2: This is in, um, the juvenile courts. Um, like for example, my husband and I, we've been together for almost 15 years, um, married for nine years. um, We have each other's back. We both know we did not abuse nor neglect our children in any way. And boom, separated. And um, they did try to split us up and said um, if um, Jean were to leave her husband, um, she may have a chance to get her children back. Because they they were aiming at my husband, which I know he did nothing wrong um his whole family knows he did nothing wrong
0: Did you guys hire your own individual attorneys
2: He did um I went with the public defender
0: That's what I mean you you together you could not have hired the no. same attorney
2: No 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 I couldn't even be in the room with his attorney um while she was going over the case with my husband I wasn't allowed to be in there
1: So immediately that's what DCS does They come in they drive a wedge and it's very obvious when you have two cohesive parents that, that can't even talk to each other about the, their case.
0: This, this is what I want to do, because, of course, we ran out of time. Will you guys come back next week? Can we finish this next week? Sure.
1: Yeah,
2: absolutely.
0: Jeremy, can we clear the calendar and have Lori and Jean back next week? Got to be done, done and done. From the group, the AZDCS Oversight Group, Lori. If if if, where can our listeners go to get in touch with you who are experiencing the same thing, but have nowhere to go? What what can they do? How can they get in touch with you?
1: Sure, our email address is azdcsoc at gmail We also have a very active Twitter page. Our Twitter handle is at AZDCSWarriors. And we have a YouTube channel under AZDCS Oversight Group.
0: We, we, we're going to finish this next week. I, I, thank you for sitting in on this, and thank you for committing to come back next week. Uh, thank you for tuning in to the Father Matters Show. Send us your questions or comments to info at fathermatters.org. Thank you to my engineer, Jeremy Siegel. See you next week at the same time, same place. Have a safe week. Thank you and God bless.